you've come to the right place if you're looking to create, launch, and scale a high-value online training program. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of Lifter LMS, the most powerful learning management system for WordPress. Stay to the end. I've got something special for you. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. I'm joined by my good friend and colleague, Dale Berkebile. He's from hellagood.life. Dale, welcome to the show. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be here. I've, uh, you know, we, I've seen you around the Lifter LMS community for some years now, and uh, we've become friends and connected. And uh, I'm really excited to share more of your journey with the course building community and with the uh, WordPress professionals and the marketing professionals that support that community. And you're kind of a mix of all three of those people. Uh, so I think your your story will be particularly interesting. Um, we're going to do something really special at the end of this episode. So if you're listening to this in your earbuds or you're watching on YouTube, be sure to stay to the end. In marketing, we call that an open loop. So uh, you're just going to have to hang on for that. Um, Dale, what, what, what would you say? One of the things you've helped me with a lot is thinking about my why, what is your why for like life and business? Okay. Um, so, uh, my purpose in life is to challenge people to become innovative leaders so that we can change the world together. And, uh, you know, that is one of those things that is a, um, a personal thing as well as a business thing. So if you know me personally, I'm challenging, <laughs> I'm challenging you to step up and, and change the world. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you're in business, that's something that it's always good to be a, a leader and uh, step up. And that's something we'll talk about at the end as well. Um, but yeah, I, it's, it's, uh, I'm all about trying to make impact, trying to change the world. And so I'm looking for people to help me. And so I challenge you to, <laughs> to step up and become that innovative leader so we can work together on making some, uh, some good stuff happen. And your story, um, you're open about just like how life happens and um, like, tell us a little bit about your story in terms of challenges and struggle and also your journey into this idea of course creation. Right, right. <clears throat> okay. So, um, uh, in, in, uh, April, it'll be 22 years that I've been in business and, um, you know, and so I've had an interesting journey in the, uh, marketing sales training space. And, and, um, one of the things that was interesting was, um, I was always looking for a way to grow a business and, you know, and, and so hiring people and bringing people on to help me scale and do these different things so I could get bigger clients once I was really good at sales um, was kind of a challenge. So I kind of struggled with bringing people on or keeping them on. And, uh, you know, so when an employee left <laughs> and I sell a big project to a client, guess who gets stuck doing the work? <laughs> this guy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and that was okay for a while because I'm really great at what I do. And it's, and I think it's a lot of fun. However, <laughs> scalability was not there. I was struggling with that piece. Um, 
so then I moved into, um, I had a couple of partners that I was sort of working with and, you know, and someone was like, you know, what we should do for some lead gen is we should try and, um, or for the training, uh, is just kind of like, instead of just doing coaching, um, create a course that we can kind of train people on. And so I worked with some people where we were doing that for a little bit, um, working with partners <laughs> that aren't in your business, but just kind of, um, uh, sort of aligned with your business can be challenging and seems great until you get into the thick of things and you're dealing with clients and, you know, creating courses and all that kind of stuff. And everyone has different levels of, um, quality and, you know, branding and like all these different things. Um, it can be a little challenging to do a group thing. And so after I kind of washed my hands of, of that mess, that was where I first got into trying courses. Um, I created my own course and, uh, that was 2013. And so what I did was, um, I pre-sold the course and, uh, it was a, um, <laughs> a 90 day course. And I was scrambling to learn how I wanted to do it better than like my previous interactions with my partners. And so, um, I was trying to teach myself how to learn to be, uh, an online educator, <laughs> And then I was trying to write curriculum, which I had no idea how to do. And then I was designing everything. And then I was looking for an LMS to build it. And then I was, you know, the whole nine yards, I was doing everything. And, uh, um, you know, that was a course that I, I sold one. Uh, I was excited about that. That was a $3,000 course. So it was, a you know, kind of a decent size um, sale. Uh, however, I was working like 60, 70 hours a week and I was supporting one student for one, one student. Yeah. 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 Well, because the goal was, this was going to be my gold mine, man. I'm going to, I'm going to like, this yeah. is the thing that's going to allow me to scale. I'm going to be able to sell this, you know, even though I just have one now they're paying for it, but then the next ones, it's all going to be profit, all that kind of stuff, but yeah. you'll record it. So you were, you were kind of doing it raw the first time and then you would have a product at the end right yeah yeah well i pre-recorded it and um but the thing was um it was kind of in the marketing space and it was kind of talking about um social media and different things like that but once i got through it after all the work that i'd done i was like oh my god facebook changed or linkedin changed or whoever and i was like damn now i have to go back <laughs> and re-record this content because things change. And that was a really valuable lesson to, um, next course I create, I want to create one that I don't have to continually, you know, that's evergreen that I don't have to continually go back and edit the con update, the content all the time. Um, if you're in the tech space and, you know, dependent on other companies supplying your, uh, knowledge, you know, whether it's, I mean, heck it could be if I was doing lifter, uh, promotions, <laughs> lifter changes, lifter evolves, any software or technology company kind of evolves. And that was a valuable lesson for me to say, uh, yeah, I don't want to kill myself like I did for the first course and then have to keep going back and updating, updating, updating. So I scrapped, I kind of scrapped the course because I was struggling to, um, resell it once it was done. And I was exhausted at the end. And, uh, you know, I, I'll tell my little, uh, <laughs> my little story here, if you want. Um, so I had an interesting thing, a life thing that happened. So I was dealing with that. My business was sort of, um, 
in a downturn. And I was excited about this course. I thought this was going to be the way out. I had my son right around this time. So he was probably about three months, four months old or something like that. Um, first kid and I'm older. So, you know, so it was kind of like, okay, so how are we going to make ends meet? You know, my business is kind of on the rocks right now. Now I have this kid that I got to try and, you know, support. And um, anyhow, I live in uh, Texas. And at this time, um, there was a, uh, um, an ice storm. So in Texas, like ice storms shut down the city. And I'm originally from the East Coast, from Pennsylvania. So I'm familiar with snow and ice and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, but they don't have the tools to clean things up and I don't have the tools to clean things up. And, and our whole, uh, driveway was a sheet of ice. It was like a half inch thick or so. And, um, we were cooped up. Uh, my mother-in-law was with us and, uh, she was staying with us for two weeks and then got stuck for another week because of the ice storm. I'm trying, I'm working from home and I'm trying to record things and she's banging and making noise. And I'm like, you know, I'm going crazy. I have a new life. All this stuff is driving me crazy. So I'm like, you know what? We're going out and uh, I'm going to get my car out. We're going to go get some food. I'm going to bring it back. But I needed some space to breathe because I was working myself to death. And uh, I don't have any tools. I don't have a shovel. I don't have nothing like that. That's like winter gear because in Texas, you don't need any of that stuff. <laughs> so I grab a sledgehammer. And I start going out into my driveway and I'm like, <laughs> busting up the ice. And it took two hours, two and a, two, two and a half hours, something like that to, to get a trail of, uh, you know, a, <laughs> uh, driveway that I could drive to get my car out. And, um, the streets were kind of melting off. And so I was like, we'll be good when we get out in the streets. I just need to get the car out. Well, I had the, I, turned the car on. I was warming it up and melting off the, uh, the windshield and stuff like that. <laughs> and, uh, my wife was going to go with me, but she, she went in, in the uh, house for whatever reason. I'm, and I'm, I got out and I'm like looking around, I'm like trying to wave to her to say, Hey, let's, let's go. And right then I hear wheels squealing and I'm just like, what the hell? And I, <laughs> I turn around and, uh, there's a middle-aged black man in my car in the street, he pulled my car out, got into the street, but hit ice. And so that's the spinning that I, I heard. My window was down and I go running after this guy. And I'm just like trying to grab onto the, to the, to the window. And I look the guy right in the eyes and I'm just like, you know, he, he hit the uh, dry spot and was out. I'm like, oh my God, I cannot believe this shit just happened to me, <laughs> you know? And so the interesting thing is, um, my life stress that I already had, and then this total um, <laughs> traumatic experience happens, and I was totally pissed off, right? I was pissed off at myself because of letting the keys in the, the uh, car. I was pissed off at the, um, the guy, <laughs> right? I was super angry, uh, and I was just like, man, how did this happen, right? Um, called the police. It took them about an hour and a half to get there. I, that pissed me off, <laughs> right? We went instant, instant cop, you know, showing up to save the day. Um, 
then they they grilled me and uh, kind of treated me like it was uh, insurance fraud, like I did it on purpose. Now, if you've ever been in a traumatic experience, I mean, I was already shaken. My hands are shaking. I'm just furious. I was an angry man. And, you know, at that point, I'm just like livid with these cops. Anyhow, long story short, um, this pushed me into two years of depression. <laughs> And, uh, for six months, I was an angry man, just an angry man. You know, I was like, uh, pissed off at this guy, pissed off. Why does this happen to me? You know, you're, you go down this, uh, this downward spiral kind of thing of negativity and all this garbage. Anyhow. So, um, I realized I needed help. I struggled getting any sort of medical help or anything like that. And so <clears throat> I, uh, happened on a meditation and so I did meditation. I, I did uh, like headspace for seven days, and, you know, meditate every day for seven days. And then it turned into a 30 day challenge or something like that. <clears throat> and then it's been me meditating pretty much every day for the last, uh, what is it? Seven, eight years. And um, so I got into meditation to um, get over things. And um, anyhow, um, I moved from saying, why me, to um, uh, what, what, what is it that caused this guy to, to make this guy think that it was okay? Um, what kind of situation does this guy have to be in to do this, <laughs> right? And so I go down this, this path, this rabbit hole of just like, oh man, this guy probably didn't have a decent job. You know, he's out walking in the cold, you know, so he probably doesn't have a car, you know, he maybe doesn't have positive role models. I go down all this stuff and I'm just like, <clears throat> um, yeah, you know what? I think I need to um, try and help the people in our community not be, um, someone that steals cars <laughs> is kind of what it came down to. So anyhow, long story short, um, I now teach meditation as one of the things that I do to try and help people because it really helped me get out of my dark, deep place. Um, but I've done a lot of other things that are, um, kind of tied to, it's, it changed me for the better. It was a good thing. Now, I mean, it's horrible to talk about. It's horrible to think that. Um, but now I do uh, part of, that's part of the reason that I do the courses that I do now. And um, uh, just who I've become, um, there's this whole theory of um, uh, post-traumatic growth. Um, so instead of post-traumatic stress syndrome, like you would hear in uh, uh, you know, the Combat. military and things like yeah. that. Right. So post-traumatic growth is when you, um, uh, when you have a traumatic experience and you turn it into a positive outcome and then you do something good with it. Um, I do a lot of volunteering in the neighborhood, helping, uh, kids learn to read and different things like that. Um, and it's all really based on trying to level up our neighborhood and, uh, fight crime. <laughs> So anyhow, that's kind of uh, an interesting little side note, I guess, on on my journey in the uh, um, course creation space and how I do the why I do the courses that I do now. And we can talk about that in a minute. Yeah, or whatever. yeah. So well, that's thanks for sharing your story, and I love that idea of 
trauma, you know, going to in an upward spiral of growth. Uh, not that, I mean, sometimes we end up in a downward spiral and that happens, but using it and going the other way is, is really awesome. What, if somebody were to go to hellgood.life, what, what's your, the course, your most recent course about there? Okay. So I have a, um, I have a mindfulness based course, um, that's called self-care. Uh, that is kind of my big push now that, uh, I finished off last year, but it's, you know, it's introducing people to mindfulness. And so some people know about meditation and some people use apps like I did and all that stuff is good. Um, but what I found is, boy, it's a heck of a lot easier if you know someone that knows something about this stuff. Um, and so I also offer, uh, you know, mindfulness coaching as well to, to make sure you're doing the meditations right. And, uh, just to dig into the deeper, more psychological side of things, I guess, than just, um, sitting and meditating, which sitting and meditating isn't necessarily a bad thing, but, um, yeah. What is mindfulness? So really at the end of the day, mindfulness is about awareness. Um, it's being aware in the present moment in a non-judgmental way. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the quick. <laughs> and the what quick are the answer. benefits of being in that state? Oh, man. You know, so the funny thing is there's so many things that um, uh, that we run into in life. So stress, um, you know, anger, depression, anxiety. Um, you know, the, the funny thing is it's sort of like a cure all for everything, which is horrible to say, because then everyone gets skeptical, like, oh my God. Yeah. Okay. You're just trying to sell everything. <laughs> right. Uh, but, it, but it is something that can help a lot of people in a lot of different areas. Um, you know, the, the things that have been wonderful for me is obviously I've been able to get through a horrible experience <laughs> like that and turn it into a positive. That's something I don't know if I would have been able to do myself. So, and that's um, like getting through anger and depression. Well, that was, yeah. So it was yeah. depression and anger. Um, <laughs> those are some of the big things yeah, uh, for sure. Um, what, uh, what gave you the confidence to, you know, not only, uh, help yourself with my mindfulness, but overcome the imposter syndrome of who am I to teach this stuff? Well, you know, that's, that's a funny thing for course creators in general, I think, um, uh, because I had that, I had that struggle in the other courses that I was, that I was doing too. You know, it's like, um, I mean, today courses, online courses and things like that are really popular compared to 2013 when I did my, for my first one by myself, hundred percent by myself. Um, it wasn't quite as popular as it is now. And, um, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I still, you know, I didn't know how to teach. Um, you know, I've never, I, I know my stuff inside and out, whatever I was going to teach. Right. But I didn't know how to create curriculum. I didn't know how to, um, sell a course. I didn't know how to, um, deliver a course so that clients can get results because my big, my big thing for my, my previous business was getting results for clients. And, and I'm like, okay, so how the hell do I do that in a course, have my cut, my students go through the course and actually have results. And I think I would bet all course creators before they have a couple, um, students go through the course, have a little bit of imposter syndrome where they're like, 
shit, is this going to work? <laughs> I mean, I know my stuff, but um, yeah, am I going to be able to deliver this so that they can get results? Um, and so, uh, you know, so part of it is just dealing with that. And, uh, and I mean, you, you got to take it head on and, and, uh, um, you know, push on through. So if you let it, if you stay there, I mean, it's similar to the trauma thing. If you stay there, you never get, you never launch, right? You just kind of keep going back and forth. I think that's another problem with course creators. Sometimes we get, um, we want to be perfect. And so we want to make the course perfect. So we do all these things to, to do that. And so it's just like, we keep spinning our wheels, spinning our wheels, spinning our wheels and never launch because we're like, Oh, just one more thing. Oh, this is going to be the thing. Um, yeah. So imposter syndrome is kind of a, <laughs> it's pretty legit. It's real. Um, and I think, I don't know for sure, but I would say everyone probably has it and and I've dealt with it myself for sure. Awesome. What, what attracted you to WordPress, but more specifically lifter LMS and what keeps you invested in that tool? Okay. Um, you know, so when I first, um, so here's the thing. I'm, I'm one of those guys that believes that you got to spend money to make money. And I wanted to be perfect. The first, the first course out of the gate. Um, so I, you know, I went with like an expensive sort of LMS that was probably for like industrial strength, <laughs> um, superstar online course creators, yeah. because I wanted to be a superstar online course creator. So I was spending a lot of money every single month and it was cool. And it, uh, you know, it had lots of bells and whistles and all those kinds of things, but I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So, <laughs> so on top of everything, I had to learn, learn all these different things. Um, after that, I, uh, started getting trained in courses and different things like that. And so, um, then I tried like programs that were affiliated or pushed by, um, educators that I was being trained under and things like that. Um, and again, I started getting into things where I was just burning cash and I mean, it was, it was, um, yeah. So I got tired of doing that. <laughs> you got tired of, I got tired of doing that. <laughs> um, so I was looking for another way. And, uh, you know, and I knew I, I had a course that I was kind of working on. And so I was in this place where um, it, it was burning cash every month as I was trying to build because it was taking too long and it was a monthly kind of um, program. And I was like, I got to find another way. This is, I can't afford this until I, you know, until I have clients. Um, or until I pre-sell it or whatever, I had to do something. So I just dropped out of some of the stuff that I was using and started looking around, you know, and I think I probably did, uh, some Google searches or, <clears throat> you know, whatever. And, um, and then I think I watched, um, probably watched a podcast of Chris, <laughs> uh, talking to someone else and, and they were talking about, you know, course creators, how to create a course and this and that. And, and it was like, the thing that I loved about it was this was a long time ago. And so it was like kind of uh, low budget, you know, it was like just a couple buddies talking, bullshitting about, you know, course creation. And so I kind of resonated with it. And, and the thing was, um, 
I could tell you knew your stuff. And so I was like, oh, I got to check out this, this Chris guy. What's he up to? What's he? I mean, he's, he was giving some good advice. And so that was part of it. Um, and then, you know, I dug around, done some research or whatever. And then I was like, oh man, I can create my own course on, uh, on WordPress. All right. That sounds, that sounds like kind of good, you know? And I think, you know, and I think one of the things that you try to do is, um, create a really solid, um, <laughs> you joke about the, uh, Frankenstein sometimes all these different pieces of software and plugins and all that kind of garbage. Yeah. And, and, and I think you were trying to minimize that, which at the time was appealing because I was also burning cash on like eight different things <laughs> <laughs> trying to, trying to build my, my course and whatever. I'm like, Oh God, we got to try this. And uh, I heard somebody else describe that as death by a thousand cuts, like all, <laughs> all these like monthly subscriptions and like this tool, that tool, like it's, it's, it's a lot. I know what you mean. Uh, and right. I'm sure the audience, you out there listening, smash the like button or, or, or do something. If you, uh, have spent too much money in your course creation journey on stuff that was you didn't need or, or was too, didn't work together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the things that didn't work together and all the research, the wasted time researching all this garbage and stuff <laughs> like that. I mean, it can be a real beat down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Well, um, before we move on, what do you love most about lifter? Oh man, <laughs> honestly, I think the thing that I love most is, um, well, there's, there's, man, there's a lot to, to say, but really I think early on, because I didn't have, because I was moving into a new industry, I like that the fact that you have the, um, the free course, and then I could add on like, um, you know, the payment gateway and so then you ease I, into it. What's that? Yeah. Yeah. So I could, yeah. I could just like, get started at a pretty low cost. Um, that was pretty cool because I think if you are new to this space, there's a lot of learning that goes on. Mm -hmm. The next thing um, that I, I upgraded after uh, a, a little while was um, I bought your um, office hours by itself um, because I wanted help, you know, I was struggling and I needed to talk to people. And so, uh, your office hours was awesome, man. I got in there, started talking to you guys, sharing, look, this is what I'm struggling with guys. <laughs> what do I got to do? Right. Yeah. And everyone jumps in and pitches in and gives you ideas and advice and stuff like that. And so I really thrive in that kind of space. Um, and so, uh, it was a little bit different than, um, you know, the high dollar things and all the other things that I was doing, I had no personal contact at all with the company. You know, I, I guess I could do uh, tickets or, you know, all that kind of stuff for tech support. Um, but I like being able, I like the personal connection. First, you're always doing stuff, you're out in front. And, and then second, uh, there's a community there that I could talk to both on, on Facebook as well as uh, in, in your office hours. That's cool. Um since you're here and you're a sales and marketing pro yourself, if somebody out there is an expert in something like med, there's a some med, many I know a lot of meditation and mindfulness people. Many of them do not have a sales background or marketing background, and um, but let's just pick any niche or whatever. If somebody has no sales or marketing experience, or they're a WordPress professional. Uh, who's really into the tech, but not, not necessarily into marketing and sales, and they're trying to get more LMS clients or whatever. What 
What's your best piece of advice for somebody who's really looking to do a better job at, at marketing or selling or both? Um, well, <clears throat> I think the first thing is like really dialing in who you're trying to sell to. Um, you know, the more specific you are with your target audience, the easier it is. Uh, some of the mistakes I've made over the years was um, being too general. Um, you know, and I kind of joked about the whole mindfulness thing. It can serve everyone. So that's great, right? Everyone <laughs> is a client. Solves yeah, everything. Well, the downside yeah. is you can't sell to everyone and you can't market to everyone because that costs billions of dollars. Most uh, startups don't have billions <laughs> to do that marketing. So the more um, niche that you can get, the more tightly focused you can be, I think that's really an important thing. Um, and, and then the other thing that I think is really um, helpful is find something that you can commit to doing, <clears throat> um, whatever it is, whether it's sales or whether it's marketing. I mean, you, you have to look at it as a consistent thing. So if you're doing it like every three months, um, you're going to have really limited results. Um, so if it's sales, I mean, you know, like a sales guy would just be prospecting every day, you know, picking up the phone and pounding on it, uh, or whatever, whatever, however they do their sales. Um, you know, if it's a marketer, then find some sort of medium that you can do where you're consistently doing something, you know, old school, we used to do like, I used to do like quarterly, uh, direct mail. Um, nowadays you can do like, you know, you can do podcasts or you can do blogs or you can do, um, you know, there's a whole lot of different kinds of things that you can do. Find something that you can commit to and just like make it a part of business. I love that. Some solid tips. Well, you, you, you've got, uh, something special for the audience today, um, that we should get into, um, before we do. Uh, where should people go or what, what kind of, where do you want people to go after they listen to what we're about to do next? Okay. Well, um, if you want to, you can, uh, check out hellagood.life. Okay. That's the website. If you want to go to hellagood.life slash imposter, uh, you can check that out and we'll have some stuff there related to what we're talking about today. Uh, it's kind of a little bonus, but, um, yeah, I think that's the that's the um, easiest way to find this stuff. If you want to find me, you can look me up on LinkedIn or uh, Facebook. I mean, I'm active on on Facebook and stuff like that. I'm a little old, so I, <laughs> I don't do all the cutting edge stuff. But uh, go back to the the core of LinkedIn and Facebook. Nice. All right. Well, what's our uh, what special treat do you have for the listener or viewer today? Um, and let's do it. All right. So, so I thought that, um, maybe I would try meditation. So, you know, the interesting thing is, um, I'm trying to help course creators also, uh, add mindfulness to their, um, you know, to their toolkit, because, <laughs> you know, we talked about a whole lot of things, stress and, you know, patience and anxiety and imposter syndrome and the whole list goes on and on and on. Um, <clears throat> But I think when we say mindfulness or we say meditation, sometimes we don't fully grasp what that is. And, you know, what we think is maybe you have to go, you know, sit in a cross-like position and you're like, um, <laughs> you know, just kind of like getting in this whole monk thing. 
that's not necessarily the case. Uh, you can do that. There's nothing wrong with that. But but the uh, media has kind of hyped things up a little bit for what we think meditation is. And um, what I have here is um, a meditation that I thought might be helpful for this community. Uh, so it's exploring yourself as a leader. And, you know, with my why, I'm always trying to challenge people to step up to be innovate, innovative leaders. So <laughs> here you go. <clears throat> okay, so <clears throat> Chris, if you'll join me um, and everyone that's listening, uh, we're just kind of going to kind of go through this here. Um, exploring yourself as a leader. Let's begin by taking a moment to allow your body to settle into a comfortable position. You can close your eyes or keep them slightly open allowing the spine to lift and the shoulders to soften. Today we're gonna to explore leading with purpose. Regardless of your position, whether in an organization <clears throat> or a family, you're called to lead at some point. The best leaders have a sense of clarity and purpose and how they engage with the world and in how they lead others. They connect with people in a very human level. Begin by taking a full breath in. And a long breath out. Letting your attention rest on the breath. Now I'm going to ask you a series of questions, but instead of thinking about the questions or coming up with responses, I want you to allow the questions to just sink in like pebbles being dropped in a still pond. And I want you to be sensitive to any ripples that you notice. As a leader, what is most important to you?
What are you aiming to achieve as a leader? As I ask these questions, just noticing the thoughts, feelings, and images that come to mind. As you breathe in and as you breathe out. What are the values that guide you? What may be preventing you from living your values each day? Now continue breathing in and breathing out. Bringing attention to your body. Noticing if the mind is wandering. or if it's attaching any particular thoughts or feelings that arise. 
Now imagine yourself leading with purpose. What does that feel like? Now, as we begin to reemerge from this reflection, notice how you feel in body and in mind. Finishing with a deep breath in. And a long breath out. with the bell, you can open your eyes. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> There's awesome. a little sample. <laughs> awesome, Dale. Well, thank you for that. Um, for those of you who watch that or listen to that, you can always, you know, come back to this again. So thank, thank you for your giving that to the listeners of LMS cast, Dale. Uh, that's awesome. And uh, I feel better, lighter, more clear, more <laughs> relaxed. Uh, so thank you <laughs> very much. That's Dale Berkabile, ladies and gentlemen. He's at hellagood.life. He's got something for, uh, special for you over at hellagood.life forward slash imposter. Any final words for the people, Dale? Um, well, all I can say is... Um... You know, just like in this meditation, take some time and and be patient. Just sit with things. Um, you know, it is our initial intention to just like go charging forward and and want to kill it. Um, but sometimes the most clarity comes from just taking some downtime and uh, really um, leading with intention as opposed to just trying to attack things. So anyhow, so, uh, yeah, take some time, <laughs> do some meditation, uh, and just get after it, man. There's, there's a lot of opportunities out there in this world and the pandemic has opened things up even more for us. So, uh, take advantage of that and, uh, make some impact. That's Dale Berkabile, <laughs> hella good dot life. Thanks for coming on the show, Dale. You bet, man. Thank you. 
And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. Did you enjoy that episode? Tell your friends and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And I've got a gift for you over at lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Go to lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Keep learning, keep taking action, and I'll see you in the next episode.